Oh Lastly, my God. we're doing a podcast. Oh, uh, uh, we're doing a podcast. Okay, I'm Leslie, Leslie Jones. tell them why we're doing a podcast. Hi, I'm Lenny Marcus. T- Leslie, tell them why we're doing a podcast. Uh, cause I talk too much and I never <laughs> shut up. So we just decided to record me talking to, to, we always have just great conversations and it's time for people to hear what Leslie got to say. Yes, you need to. And then this was like an option. We had an option to do like a TV show. You're going to be yeah. a, a TV show, but that's, that doesn't give you the true Leslie, right? It does not. And see, that's what people don't understand. Like people don't understand how how uniform television is and how much it has to be watered down because it's certain people that do take things certain way. But see, like a podcast, you're going to get the unwatered version, <laughs> the concentrate version. Of Leslie Jones. Keeping it a hundred. Oh, whatever. Okay, never do that again. Never do that again. Ugh. What was that? <laughs> Keep it a hundred. <laughs> Is that what you said? I, cool. I can't be cool no matter what happens, so it doesn't matter what I say. Well, let's introduce ourselves, Leslie. Obviously, everybody knows you. Let me, you know, I mean, what have you Not done? Everybody. You from Not Saturday everybody. Not everybody know me. For those of you who are from another planet and are listening to the fuckery, Leslie Jones is... Saturday Night Live alum, stand-up comedian first. That's Ugh. how you consider yourself, right? I, You know what? And I'm trying to break out that box, but I love being a comedian. So, yes, I always say comedy, but I, I do add actress now and, you know, that type of stuff. Because, But, uh, yeah. yeah, you know. You just you were in a show called Our Flag Means Death. On, yes, on, yes. On, uh, and who, people did. And, and people, it's great. People are losing their mind over this. Yeah, you know, we can't because we got to do it to the people who really just know me from Ghostbusters, really seriously. And it's just like, I have people come up to me all the time. Like, I know you from Ghostbusters, so. <laughs> <sighs> and Supermarket Sweep. Supermarket you know, we Sweep. Yeah. We got to mention those two, so. Ben, you've done all, and SNL, yeah, and everything. Yeah, yep. SNL. And now you're free. You're free from all that. Free bird. There you go. So you can say whatever you want and do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. I'm finally like, People don't understand. Un- you want me this way. This is the way you want me happy. And l- tell everybody what you were doing last night, please, before we oh introduce my God. me. Uh, last night, last night, last yeah. night, last night. Uh, I went up at the store. I went up at the store last night. Are you talking about the party? Yeah. That tell was me Sunday about night. everything. You were, here's what, here's, this weekend I got been... a text that said, I'm hanging with Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle at the comedy store. Is that? It's so, it was just really like, the whole weekend has been very surreal. It's just like looking around going, how the fuck did you make yourself a main component in part of this shit? Like, how how is it that you walk into the room and Dave Chappelle immediately goes, Leslie Jones in the motherfucking house. She missed the puppets eating pussy. <laughs> and I was like, you got puppets eating pussy? <laughs> and then Dave's like, the show. yeah, Dave Chappelle's like, <laughs> yeah, you missed the puppets eating pussy. And literally there's a puppet on stage shaking his head like, yeah, you missed me eating pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It was the craziest party. I And I have been some, to some crazy fucking parties. Trust well, where was it? It was at the Hollywood Athletic Club, and it was supposed to be just for comedians, which it was. It was just a bunch of comics, and Busta Rhymes performed. Busta Rhymes was so fucking good. Like, cause I had never seen him perform and I was telling him, I was like, yo, I've never actually seen you perform live. I was like, you know, seeing on, on the computer or whatever. I was like, I'm not in person. And I'm telling you, he showed out. 
Like, that man was so good. But what was so funny is that the whole act turned into a public service announcement. Because uh, I can't remember, I, I never can remember the dude's name that's his partner that raps with him. He actually just, you know, beat prostate cancer. So Buster's like, yeah, this dude just went and he walked through the fire and he did his thing. He beat prostate cancer, right? So then the dude goes, yeah, man, let me explain. You know, the reason I caught it is because I, early detection, man. I went to my weekly... <laughs> Went to my ear. It turned into a. It's the rap show. Go get your fucking prostate checked. <laughs> and I was like, I looked at, I looked at, uh, Afro, I think it was Affion. I can never say his name right either. But I looked at him and I said, this is the healthiest rap concert I have ever been to in my your life. Prostate gonna be all right. Your literally gonna be all right. Literally, it was just like, and then he busted into. Like, oh my God, baby, can you give it to me? I'll give it to you. I know I don't want. It was just so good. It was so good. Like, I just, it just, it. I looked around and most of the comedians that I came up with, I think all of us had the same feeling of like, dude, this is what we used to do back in the day. Like, we used to do our sets and then maybe go to our after hours you know, or go to a club that somebody's doing and just chill and listen to music and smoke bud and and just, you know, it was it was it was really a good party. A and tonight really good party. you're going you're back with those guys, yeah. Tonight I perform at the Hollywood Bowl and um I guess this'll be aired afterwards, right? So I can tell yeah, who's it's... gonna be there. Yeah. Chris Rock is gonna perform and um I'm gonna go before him and I think Jimmy Carr is on the show, and I think Jeff Ross is on the show. And I did something that I not I see. This is another thing. Your life, when we put stuff on the road and say things and put periods behind it, you know, your life, if you're really open to it, tests those things. So I I never thought ever that I would be complimenting. Jeff Ross, because I, I I I can't stand Jeff Ross. I think I can't stand him. I mean, he knows I can't stand him. He knows he feels it off of me. But I digress. This motherfucker was funny as fuck at the Hollywood Bowl. He brought people on the stage and roasted them, and I tried my hardest not to laugh. I was sitting out there and I was like, I'm not gonna. God damn it, that's funny, Jeff. <laughs> like, like, he was hitting them motherfuckers, and I was like, oh, my God, that's so good. <laughs> I just and, I, and when I saw him backstage, I'm not no fake motherfucker, and everybody know that about me. And plus, my face, just it just doesn't lie for some reason. It's such a fucking dickhead. <laughs> um, I, I saw him, and I was just like, dude, you was funny as fuck, man. I, he was like, oh, thank you, Leslie. I was like, no, for real, you was funny in the motherfucker. Like, props, you know. I know him keep a it moving. Long time. I saw Che. Yeah, I saw Che, and I was very surprised at Che being happy to see me, and he was so happy to see me. Why you guys me. worked together forever? I don't know. I mean, because we didn't get along. At <laughs> it was like having an unruly little brother. Like he never listened to me. He always was just like I would always tell him and Colin, like y'all don't understand when I say that you guys treat people like your bitches it's not like treat them like bitches you treat them like your bitches like when i say that I, a lot of men don't get what i say when i say that 
is that how you treat your women, that's how you treat everybody. You don't get like, I'm not your fucking bitch. Like, if you don't text me back, that's a disrespect. I'm not your bitch. I'm not going to text you and be like, ooh, Che, why you ain't text me back? Motherfucker, I'm your colleague. I'm going to be like, hey, motherfucker, why you ain't text me back? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not your bitch. So, like, I used to always say that to them. So, I think Che always thought that I was just like, being mean or just like not giving him respect, but it was always the other way around for me. Cause I was just like, you write like Che is such a good fucking writer. Like I'm talking about whenever his sketches would come to the table, I would fucking pray that I was in one of his sketches because they would always be fucked up or funny or just like just some crazy off the wild shit. And I would just be like, fuck, like one time, cause like, like he put me in, and this is a lot of people don't notice that 99 cent shit, Che wrote that and he put me in that and he knew what I was gonna do when I got in that. And he gave me love. So I I thought. What was that sketch, dude? It was called 99 cent. 99 cent. It was about the, um, the you know, those uh, hungry children. That and they have those commercials where thirty nine cents. Uh, if you send thirty nine cents right. a week, and we was like, ask for more. <laughs> you know, it's like, why are you not asking for ninety nine cent? Like, you know. So, <laughs> I think I think okay. it's called thirty nine cent. I think the sketch is called thirty nine cent. But he wrote that and he put me in that, and he knew I was gonna take over the sketch because that's basically what I did. Like, you know how when you see a itch. I knew exactly what, like me and Keenan was playing it, how it was supposed to be played. And I think that, that Che was like, she understands the, the, um, the, uh, what they call the cadence, call uh, the cadence mm. of how the words needs to be said. And, and then I went off at the end. Like, I was like, yo, y'all need to send us $200. You know, if y'all want this white man back, you know, and he, they was like, we keeping all of that. And, and that was part of the reason why I really think Lauren was like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and make you a cast member because like, fuck that. Like if you, yeah. Well, you're undeniable. Yeah. So I've just, I mean, I think that me and Che didn't get along because I was always checking his ass too. So I think he just was like, Anytime you talk to me, you're going to be going off. But he didn't understand the shit he was doing. Like, he would just, like, and I, I'm not, like, a hush bitch. Like, you I'm not one of your bitches. So we didn't get along. And then when I got ready to leave, I did want him to know that in in respect of, like, a colleague, I really, and, and we hugged. And he was like, he didn't really believe I was going to leave. So that was, like, years ago. So when I saw him, he was so happy to see me. We hugged. He was like, man, I miss you. And I was like, damn, I miss you too. Like, I just like, you know, he was like, I just told him, I was like, you're such a fucking great writer. And he was like, like you're, you know, he was like, you was a great cast man. You know, we just, you know, had a good moment. You know, it was great. And you've been saying, every time I see him in New York, you're, I'm like, hey, I saw Che. He's always super nice to me, no matter what, even before you, you know, and he's right. super nice to me now. And you're always like, yeah, that guy. So yeah. can I can you at least tolerate that now if he's yeah, nice? Yeah, I just I just you know how you just like you it like as SNL is a is a scar. It's a war scar that's like worth having, but definitely a scar you need to heal from. And I hate to say it that way. I everybody that wishes to go there, I I hope that you get your dreams. I hope you go there and you live that life the way that you can. But it's a hard fucking job, man. It's like a, 
100 hours a week, you got to be mentally and physically ready to do some shit like that. Like, it's it's, <laughs> it's not That's just... That's my job. That's my job with you. Go ahead. Introduce wow. me. Wow. <laughs> that is the <laughs> It's 100 hours a week, and you got to be mentally and physically ready. To, right? How many people weren't mentally and physically ready on Team Leslie? You know what? We just... How many assistants? You know what? Is this a complaint? Is this a is this a no, public? No, is this saying. a public? No, I'm trying to get you. To no, let me you. know. Let me know, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Lenny, Lenny Marcus, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I met Lenny. Lenny, when was the we met the? the I, I, this is what I remember. I remember sitting down at that table and they was talking about because she wasn't married to Gina yet. This is the comedy seller. Yeah, and they were talking to you about how stupid you was because you wasn't asking her to marry you or something to that to that effect <laughs> or something like that. And then I started yelling at you because I was like, "Yeah, marry that fucking girl." Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You ain't shit. You a fucking comic, and she sounds like she's a nice girl. And you was like, "Huh, huh," something like that. Well, you had come back from years of science. You, you were here for about five years, and you would go, you would come down to the Comedy Cellar after SNL was finished to do sets. Mm -hmm. So we would meet up basically every summer, and I'd give you an update. So one summer I met her, then the next summer you'd say, Have, what's going on with you two? You know, and then I'd, oh, okay. And then finally, that's when you yelled at me. And then the following summer, we finally. No shit. Yeah, so you would. So wait a minute, one, the, first summer, the first summer wasn't the summer I yelled at you about her? No, no. The first summer was just like, yeah, you were just coming down there. You didn't even know who I was. I, the second summer. I, I talked to you. I, I, for, I don't, for 30 seconds. Oh, hey, my God. What did I'm I Leslie. say to you? What did I say? Please Nothing. tell me. Nothing. Hey, I'm Leslie. And then you went up and did shows. And then I just I got there. the fuck out of it. But when did you first give me notes? Oh, that's years later. This is this is this is years later. So by year three, we're yep. sitting at the table and um, the baseball games are on. Yankees. And we love baseball down there. Yankees and Esty, who is the booker of the Comedy Cellar, watches baseball all the time. She has it on the TV there, and so do I. And we just talk baseball. For some reason, this particular day, it's me, you, and Esty. That's mm -hmm. it. And we are just talking in between sets. Just we're talking baseball until finally you look up and go, "Hey, I can get really good seats to the baseball game. Do you want to go to the game?" Mm. And I'm like, "Okay." So Leslie Jones gonna call me up. Give me those, go with me to those seats, which are right behind home plate, which I've seen SNL people go to forever. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. And then you go, okay, put your name in, in my phone. You're Ryan Hamilton, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no, he's on stage right now. That's the guy in the other video. <laughs> that sounds and, uh, like me. Yeah, that's oh how I'm Lenny. God. Like, oh, right, Lenny, Lenny. And this is cut to a year before that. You know my name, whatever. And Gina works, my wife works at 30 Rock. So I say, if you see Leslie, I saw her last night. I've seen her like the last couple weekends. Say hi. She says she sees you all the time in the elevator. and da -da. So she walks up to you and says, hi, I'm Lenny's girlfriend. And I'm like, I'm thinking Lenny, like, the, the, the musician at SNL, the hair musician, at SNL, and I'm like <laughs> the band, the guy, the sax guy you the, see in the background. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, not, and in my head, the, I swear I was perplexed. I was like, Lenny got a young ass fucking girl. Like, what the fuck? And so I was just looking at her, like, why would you date this dude? Like, I, so I think that's why I was like looking at her, like, why the fuck would you date? Lenny? Okay, you're too pretty for Lenny. I did. I had no idea. I had so another my Lenny wife in my was, head. My wife was so quiet. You know, and scared to go up to you. And I tell her all the time, go say hi. They'll they'll say hi to you. You know, this whole thing. And then she does that. And you give her the, mm. 
<laughs> like he I was like, who oh, I am. okay. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> she comes home. I'm never doing that again. I'm not saying hi to anybody ever again. That shit was funny thing. as hell. Because when she yeah. told me, I was like, oh, that fucking Lenny. And I was just like, but yeah. So, so come back to a year later, we went to the baseball game. She couldn't go because she had some big meeting. I took my goofy friend, Neil, and, uh, you know, actor friend. Went and to the and Christina was with me. We had the best time. Christina was with me. And, and this is the thing about going to a game with Christina Lenny. Christina was your assistant at the time. Yeah, Christina. I yes. mean, well, you know, you, that's your job to tell people who people is. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, Christina was with us. And we were looking for an opener because we were doing a lot of dates trying to get ready for the special. And uh, so many had failed me. I was just like, we was having such a good fucking time and like getting along. Um, we were getting along so fucking well. And I looked at Christina and I was like, Christina, do you think that we should like have him come and open up for me? And she was like, is he funny? I was like, yeah, he's funny. And a motherfucker. And she was like, I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And so I looked at Lenny. I was like, hey, Lenny, what, what do you think about coming and opening up for me? And he goes, um... Open up for Leslie Jones? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I remember saying it like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, that sounds yeah, good. Yeah, that sounds good. And then he looked at Neil like, this is not, this, there's no way. And I just like was serious. <laughs> and and that's, how, that's how we did it. I mean, I'm telling you, the first time he saw me perform was the best. I think was very eye-opening, humbling, and one of the best reactions to me being on stage, what the fuck are you doing? You that is were, not what I said. You said, what that the is, fuck are you doing? There's no way you I were, said, what you, the fuck you are you doing? You was on stage for an hour and 20 fucking minutes. I said, what the fuck? He was like, 58 fucking minutes. 58 fucking minutes. Then he was like, you said motherfucker 57 <laughs> times. No one needs to say motherfucker that much. I mean, like, he went... Off and that was the first time anyone has ever been like. You said, "What's with the set?" I said, "Well, let me see your set list. I think I can organize it differently." And what was your reaction? What's a set list? That was your reaction. I gotta write the shit. I mean, I got set lists. I write them down. I don't take them. I don't take them seriously. Like you know what? Like the Rolling Stones have a set list. I think I said that. And then, that's like, uh, that's so and then funny. we start from there. Let's start with a set list and we'll go from there. And then then it had to get to the point of me using the set list because I would yes. put it on the on the on the bench behind me and not look at it. And then I'd be like, damn, I don't know why I couldn't get that joke. He's like, because it's on the fucking set list. Like <laughs> it's a fucking piece of paper. Just go back and look at the fucking piece of paper. It's no, it's not a problem looking at a fucking piece of paper. And it just every time he would go off on me, it was so funny. Because it was just like, this motherfucker is like older than me, so he don't give a shit. Like, he has no fucks to give. Like, it's like, hey, motherfucker, like, you want me to do this job? I'm going to do this job. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, that's what I needed. There like a go. buck. Like, he's taking bucks. And the rest is history. We've written a special together. We've done, you know, we've written a movie together now. We have, we're producing stuff together. And now, the podcast. And now, the podcast. This is how you and got now- the fuckery. This is, they've paid us money, so let's go sell some advertising, oh, Leslie. Oh, is it advertising time? Yes, advertising oh, time. my God. Leslie, introduce our guest. Right now, I introduce Yes. Him? Oh, I'm yes. introducing him? Yeah, why uh, not? You know him better than anybody. No, I don't. This motherfucker is a mystery. 
Um, I guess we're going to interview this guy. I mean, he comes in and he dresses me, you know. Nah, this is my this is my baby, my boo, Ken's, my son. Your uh, stylist. My stylist who keeps me looking the mouthless. Okay, I was trying to I was trying to figure out something <laughs> to rap to rhyme. Help her out. But this is my boy Brian McFatter. McBrian McFatter and the name Brian has a company called B McStyle. B oh, McStyle. And he's always been named that. I could never spell it right though. Yes, B McStyle. Now group. recently recently he's been using his whole name though. Oh, Brian McFatter Jr. Oh, Jr. Yeah. Mm. Wait a minute. I wanted when to make sure it, I put when Junior. When the fucking Junior come in? When you want to separate yourself from you. the senior, you want to make sure you put Junior on What does Senior do? Is he in clothing? You, I didn't never knew about Junior. I never knew about Junior. You didn't know Junior? No. I, I never put that on the check. You ever seen that on the check? I mean, as <laughs> long as the check say the first and last name, it's getting deposit. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I mean, I, you can start putting it if you want. His daddy can no, steal it. I'm so I'm so, when I say so serious that I did not know it was Junior. Yeah, I'm Junior. Oh, wow. wow. And what is what did Senior do for a living? Anything in style? No. Oh. Okay. Stop asking well, that type of question. See, white man, the one. white man always asked the wrong I'm asking, question. what's the matter with the question? <laughs> but well, what it, was he a serial killer? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Just that sounds like we don't want to go there. All right, I will move on. Um Brian, you've dressed Leslie. In everything we've done, and immaculately, I my wife is so enamored with all your work. It's everybody goes, oh, she looks amazing all the time. Not all the time. So, not all the time. Okay. All the time. Was there a clunker, well, before, Leslie? They probably said it before me. Right. Maybe they didn't say there that. There you go. <laughs> but wow. We make sure on this end. Uh, I have a picture of some. Oh uh, yeah, we want to hope that picture comes up too. Oh no, Miss my God. Mickey Mouse. No, so should I tell you? Should I tell them how I met you, or yes? Do you want me to tell yes. Brian, or you tell? Yes. Them? Yes. Okay, so I Just was... don't be like, oh, I knew he was gay. He walked out because you love saying all that. <laughs> really? I Get said that? Get that part out, please. Yes. I always say that when I tell yes, a story. Yes, every time. We like, girl. Oh, my God. Because I'm a black that's man. what happened. No, I'm telling you, she looked at me and, that's, and she was like, he don't know. I was like, that motherfucker know. Anyway. Okay, so. <laughs> You're gay? Who knew? Okay, anyway. I'm a man. That, that's right. <laughs> he, him. And a good looking one, too. Okay. Thank you. So, anyway. I, I was auditioning for SNL. <laughs> Jesus. I was auditioning for SNL, and they decided to keep me for the week. And they was like, you're going to go to the Christmas show, and the Christmas show is a big thing. They was going to have this big party afterwards, whatever. And I didn't have no fucking clothes. Like, I had no clothes. I think I had a pair of combat boots and some jeans and some bullshit. I had bullshit. So, but I had, I had no money either. But I had a New York and Company credit card that, for some reason, I was paying every month. I think it was to keep my credit up or some shit. I don't know <laughs> what was the reason I was paying for this fucking card. But I had like two hundred. I think it was like wasn't it two hundred fifty dollars on it? You had two hundred dollars on mm-hmm. on the fucking card. And um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna fucking run to New York and Company because they got good clothes. They got stuff that could fit me. I'm sure there's some young girl there that can help me get an outfit. As okay, first of all, no one explains New York to you. New Yorkers don't give no information on how the weather really is there. So I, it was cold when I got there, but this particular day, it wasn't cold. And I decided to wear this big ass fucking coat. And I had this big coat and I had to walk all the way. Wasn't it 66 and 6th? Uh, um, 58th and Lexington. Yeah, I walked all the way from there from the fucking, uh, from Rockefeller. And I was panicking. So by the time I got there, I was drenched in sweat, right? 
So I grabbed one of the girls off the floor. I said, please, can you come help me find an outfit? I need an outfit for this Christmas party. I was like, I need some help. So she starts bringing me, and I've, I've shopped at New York and Company. I know that they got nice stuff. She was bringing me the most old. I was like, bitch, if you bring another goddamn cow neck in here, I'm going to fucking <laughs> strangle you. Like, what the fuck are you bringing? So she's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go get my friend. So she goes to get the girl that's working with her. These, both of them, I said, how old are y'all? Because how are you bringing me the oldest shit on the floor? So I think it got up to what, three people, Brian? Three people. It was three people in the room trying to help me. I'm in there sweating like a motherfucker and freaking out because I'm like, these girls cannot figure out what the fuck I wear. It's just was, I was freaking out. Brian walks into the to the uh, dressing room because he's the manager on the floor. And he looks at them. He said, why the fuck y'all? All? He didn't say fuck because, you know, I like to add fuck. But Brian was like, why y'all in here? And then she was like, oh. And then he looks at me and he goes, I know you. you. And I was like, yeah, I'm a comedian and I need an outfit. And he was like, y'all need to go back on the floor. He, and he was like, what do you need? And I was like, I, and I think I, I, I think I was like, no, I need I asked you what, I said, what do you have for your feet? Yep. What do you, what, do, what is on yep. your, what footwear you have? And you said combat boots. So I know it was, it's but so many things in New York and company that can work with combat boots. So I already knew what can work for her and what will look nice for her for the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. So then he goes out. He goes, and then he said, before he goes out, he goes, sit down and, and cause you sweat. <laughs> He said, you sweating, girl. He was like, you need to sit down or calm down or something like He's like, because you, I was like, you yeah, sweating. Relax. You sweating, girl. Damn. He's like, you sweating. Damn. Why you sweating? I was like, it's so fucking hot in here. And I got this big ass coat. And he was like, why you got that big ass coat? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> That's just like, I just help me, right? So I sat down and I literally was calming down. And I was just like, okay, I'm just, please, God, please let, you know, let him know what he's doing. This motherfucker walks into the dressing room with the outfit on the hanger, the fucking pants, shirt, and jacket on the hanger. He was like, put it on just like that. And I put it on and I was like, I cannot believe this motherfucker just put the cutest. And it was so simple. And it was so like, Fat, it was so cute. I still had that picture. I still had a jacket. We remember we folded and put it somewhere. And I, I was like, oh my God. In my head, I was like, okay, am I going to be able to afford this? And I told him, I was like, I got this New York and company car that's got 200. He was like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. And I was like, what do you mean he's going to take care of it? <laughs> and this motherfucker gave me all kinds of discounts. This, this, the man, this, because, you know, New York and Company do work it out. I love New York and Company for that. They were at this, there were some stores I would go to and they'd be like, yeah, we give you the manager car. I was like, damn, this is, you can get two pairs. I always had that cash, that New York and Company. Cash, the, the cash New York City, city cash. cash. City, I city always cash. had city cash. But um, after he finished, it was like, I think it turned out to be like a, either ninety dollars or hundred ninety. Or yeah, it was like you know, it was two hundred. I think it got down to like ninety seven, ninety eight, something, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and I was like, oh wow. my god! So I said, I looked at him and I said, listen, I was like, I pr- I'm I'm going to this SNL thing. I said, if they pick me, I swear to God, I'm going to call you and you're going to be my stylist. I promise. And he was like, okay, girl. He was like, put your number. <laughs> Literally. In. He was like, put your number in there, and I put my number in because he had a line. He was like, okay, so call me. I gotta get to the people behind you and I was like oh okay <laughs> he was so unbothered by that shit right so I went to the party I sent him a picture of me in, in the outfit and everything and everybody was like oh you look so cute you look so cute and I was like mm-hmm. 
And I think I I didn't get the job, but I got the writing job. And then I then I I don't know how this actually worked, but I think it was after three months. And then I hit Brian was like, yeah, can you come look at my closet? Well, I don't I don't remember. It was like, can you come look at my closet? And we've been together. Yeah, ever you, since. you basically you had you you text me saying, hey, they didn't make me a writer on the show. I mean, they didn't make me a cast member. They made me a writer on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, when I get settled in, I want you to come look at my closet, yada, 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 which is cool. And like I said, in the back of my mind, you're telling me this, but I'm not thinking, I'm not counting on this. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm a store manager, so I'm, you know, I got to make sure I'm doing what I do for my job, you know, every day. So when I did go to the house, we finally went to the house. That's when we finally connected and you showed me the closet. And then I was just like, oh, okay, we got some work oh to do. Oh, my God. And see, now, <laughs> let me tell you something. Some I'm, 50, I'm, I'm 54 years old. So I always thought of myself as the, the bitch at New Fashion. I had the Dunenberg back in the day. I, You know, I, Macy's actually was a place where I would go and shop a lot and get all the up stuff. So I thought I had good stuff. I had uh, Armani X pants that I had got from the outlets, okay? And I had them altered and everything. Brian, Brian threw away everything. There was, there was, there were things that I had to literally beg him, please, can I keep, please. There was one time Brian was talking about my shit and I lost it. I was like, look here. I said, look here, God damn it. Don't talk about my shit like that. This is my shit. I know you think you fucking, this is my shit. It costs some fucking money. So don't diss everything I fucking got. No, because the thing is, I wasn't dissing. So when I first saw a closet, I already knew in the back of my head, okay, half of the shit is going to the garbage. (laughs) It's either going to the garbage or Salvation Army. So I was like, because we're going to get a new brand new wardrobe. Because what I saw, what what she did was, she took pieces from her house in L.A., and bring stuff that she feel like she can use, that it'd be easy for her to just Instead throw of on. all the good shit. So all, because she I didn't have no color. Them, no color. I told like, him, I said, I threw all that shit, because in the place in L.A., I had green jackets, yellow jackets. I even mm-hmm. had to pull pe- pictures out to go, look, I had this shit. This Jamaican. This shit. This, and he kept saying, I dressed like a Jamaican. And every outfit <laughs> I looked at, I was like, wow, yeah, man. <laughs> eh. Eh. <But> eh. <laughs> <laughs> the rest is history. The rest is history. The rest is history. And Brian's like your your son. I know. Legit. And then Legit. and literally the day for the Ghostbusters premiere, he came to the house because I had been like, "Yo, Brian, you need to give me a dress." He was like, "Yo, we gotta go and buy a dress because no designers are giving back to me." And I'm telling you, this is exactly how this happened because I didn't know that my tweet shit was was people was paying attention to shit like that. I did not know that. And my ass is crazy. I'm like, Kanye, I will fucking tweet out. People don't like black people. I will do that shit, right? So we getting ready to leave, and Brian was like, I was like, I was like, what do you mean no designers are called? I was like, I'm fucking doing a Ghostbusters premiere. Nobody wants to dress Leslie Jones for the ghost. I just, I, what the fuck is going on? So I went to Twitter, and I was like, oh, okay. So I see people don't give love. I, I don't, can't remember exactly what it was. I was like, nobody want to dress me for the Ghostbusters premiere. I will remember that shit. And Christian Seriano answered my tweet with a waving hand like, hey, I'm over here. And that's how that shit happened. And we was on the way out the door. We was on the way out the door to go to the mall to get some shit. No, no. You was you was going to meet me. I was already in the city. I mm-hmm. didn't even know you pull out a tweet. I'm in Saks. And my phone, I'm just getting email, email, email. So I'm like, what the, why my phone? 
Let's go. Mom getting all these notifications from well, random well, people. Was, I, I promise I was on the phone with you or you was there because I remember going out the door and I was like, wait a minute, let me tweet this shit out. No, I wasn't with you. I know I, you I was sure? I'm positive. Somebody I was with me. Remember, Somebody I didn't know I didn't know what was going on. So my phone was getting so many messages and then it's Instagram, everything. I was like, what the hell just happened? And then Lauren Brian, Roseman when, called me. Who, well, who who was with somebody was with me because I remember going to the door because you were saying we got to go to the mall. We had to go that day, and so I remember the door opening because we was in Harlem. I remember the door opening, and I was like, "Hold up, let me tweet this shit." It out. was Danielle then because she was just okay. assistant then. Yeah, because I just remember just being this is some bullshit, <laughs> and <laughs> poor Donna Karen. And I just, I don't know why I couldn't think of no designer but Donna Karen. So I would always say Donna Karen. And Brian was like, hey, Les, we don't have nothing against Donna Karen. And I was like, so what designer? Every time she kept saying, like, yeah, because Donna Karen didn't want to dress me. And, I, and Donna and Karen, I, and I'm like, I don't, I didn't really reach it, out to Donna Karen for Donna, the dress. And, like, and I was like, Donna Karen, go see me somewhere and be like, yo, what, like, what the fuck? Like, what's up? Like, why would you do me like that? You but, guys have done some amazing looks. Judith, do we have some of these looks that Brian has done? Ready to go there? Show some of these looks and explain what you guys what you guys were thinking. I think the first one's from People's Choice, um, because people you, Leslie, you're like, you know, known for fashion now. You know. Yeah, but even before People's Choice, because like, you know, this like much even before this, like I mean, I'm just like, we got to have the iconic. Y'all got the red and the and the black dress too in there. Yeah, they, got, they should have all that. Okay. I sent them the pictures of that. Um, this suit right here was, see me, I. I sometimes silently protest. I always like to do it as slick as possible. You know what I'm saying? Like he made two versions of this suit. He mm-hmm. made one like this, and then he made one, one with black and white. With this black is and white, right? Christian Seriano. Yeah, because yeah. Chris Seriano. This that's our boy. And um, what does I just it say? I it's just it's just all the names of oh, yes. of the victims of of um gun violence. police of gun police violence actually. Right. And it's just like say their names. Like you need to say their names because they own Leslie's suit. And I, I, it was very. I went back and forth because I was like, are they going to be able to see the names? And it, it's just a, a silent. It's more of a silent, nice letter, silent protest. It's awesome. I like that suit. And and ooh, I tell you what, Christian know how to make a suit for me. You got that striped one in there, Brian? Let's see. Yes. Ooh, ooh that's my birthday. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell you something about black women. I am 50 in this photo. Do you hear me? Let's take a moment of silence for that fucking body. <laughs> look how you see the. That was a good one. Oh my God, look at my titties. And we bought, we bought that outfit off the wind. We didn't know what you wanted to wear for your birthday. Because I knew I wanted to show my body. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to show my legs. I knew I just wanted to be so pretty. And it was very I, age appropriate. I'm so mad because I didn't know I looked like this. And Brian showed me this picture uh, recently, maybe about a year ago, and I was like, who's that? And he was like, bitch, that's you. I was like, nah, that... I am so mad. There's some pictures I was looking at with Dennis, and I was like, God, Leslie, I really wish you had your brain now because you know that you're pretty. Like, I'm looking at this, and I'm going, God damn. How... Nobody was fucking me. It's just a waste. (laughs) I was... It's just a waste. Waste of pussy. A waste of pussy. Ah, uh, it's you Ooh, and Chris Stapps Porzingis. Oh, okay. Where'd you get that dress? Um, I had a, got a, I got a custom made. Mm-hmm. You better come in and tell it, because I tell details. Yeah. <laughs> that was our first shoot together, our first magazine shoot. Uh, all right. Wow, you really want to talk about this one. Do you want to really talk about this one, or just are we nice, Brian? 
It's always nice, Leslie. What's this one, Leslie? Okay, this is beautiful. I don't know what show this was for. This People's was for this is for the MTV Movie and TV Awards when you hosted. We had Bishmi make oh, this wow. dress for you, and it looked yes. so great. It it did. See the leg. We want to accentuate the leg. We want to do like all Hollywood glam. She looked amazing. Mm-hmm. The ruffle at the top, the silhouette. She looks great. Judas, make sure you talk to Brian about the edit on this one because I'm sure I'm telling something terrible. And I'm sure my, <laughs> right, I'm sure my face is looking fucked up. <laughs> I can't. Geek on, Judas. Oh, uh, yeah, we just did This Ellen. is the one you show. Huh? What? You picked this picture? No, they had this picture. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because is that is the black and the red one in? I mean, because this one is, wasn't it Zara? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, okay. And this one. Well, you want to talk about the ones. This one is, I want it to look like Grace Jones. That's all the assignment was. And the assignment was done. The black shoes, the shoulder pads, the blazer dress, the shades, the hair, everything just pulled together. Christian made that. And now he made two of them. He made like an off-white one that we were going to use at first. Mm -mm. And then we we went and did a fitting. And Brian was like, why is this not pure white? Yeah, it was like white. And Christian was like, and Christian was like, oh, no, it'll be okay, but. Christian is such a perfectionist. He was he made that shit. Didn't he make it like overnight or some shit? Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh no, you get pure white." And let me tell you, look at them legs banging. Wasn't I working out then too? Yeah, I was working out then 100%. too. I love it because my hairdresser made a cage. That's a cage on top of my head to wow. make that stand straight up. And I had the black lipstick. I I just I felt like a goddamn warrior that night. Yeah, you nailed it. Nailed I it. nailed that shit. God, them legs. Nobody was fucking me then. Nobody. <laughs> we got any more, Judith? Is that the last one? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh wow. We have a game. Oh, okay, you gotta, uh, Judith. We we gotta definitely get that black dress up and that red dress up because mm-hmm. that that's the, the red dress is the iconic Ghostbuster dress. You know what I'm saying? The one that Christian made for me when I when I did the Ghostbuster premiere and the black dress is the what how much was it, Brian? Like twenty five thousand dollars he made? Too damn much. You made a dress for twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, it was a for the Emmy two thousand and eighteen. He made it and it's I'm it telling D-Day. you that let me tell you something, Lenny. That was the best shape I was in my fucking life. Like even when I played basketball, I was toned. Thaddeus had me so motherfucking fine. Physically, I was so fine. Mentally, fucked up. What year was this? 2018. The oh. year of Craig. Oh, Craig. The year of nobody. Yep. I was at the. I came in as Craig was going out. So I was like, Oh, oh my god, boy. you yeah, were such a good. You were such a. He was such a good cleanser too, because he was just like he gave no fucks. Lenny didn't give no fucks because he didn't know who this dude was. He was like, "Fucking, what is this guy?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, are they that dress? That, that dress right there. Yep. We're gonna Brian show all these. Cried when I put that dress on. We're gonna show all these dresses on the Instagram account. So if you're following along, if you wanna go to the fuckery Instagram account you will yep. see them and I was so nervous because was I dress. was not I was not the regular dress size and I was really worried that Christian was gonna be like oh you really are big and I came in and Christian was like you're so beautiful get your ass in there and try on this dress he did not care he was like girl please go put on a dress <laughs> awesome um, this was awesome. great yeah Les you wanna do a game with Brian here 
Yes, let's this, do a. This oh. one's called "Love It or Fuck It." We're gonna show you a look. Oh, Brian. From some recent events, and you guys tell me what you think. Just go for it. Okay. Don't hold back, Leslie. I know you. <laughs> That's what Jimmy go. Carr said. He's like, "I wish you had." Oh. This is Lizzo. Is Lizzo at the 2022 Met Gala. Brian, see, this is why Brian. Just, just I happened. feel like I'm being triggered. <laughs> Brian, go ahead. Uh, I like it. I feel like I like she, the, I I like like she was jacket. on theme. The jacket is very nice. Uh, what was the jacket? Theme this year? Gilded. Uh, the gilded area. Is that the Yeah. I didn't get what gilded mean. What did it mean? Gilded. You know, it was, uh, it was the Gold. era, right? Right. It's like from 1870s to like 1900s. It was like right after the Civil War, going right into the World War One. Um, so they wore mostly like the hats. The like the one who really solidified to me as a woman was uh, Blake. Blake Lively was the name. Yeah, Blake Blake Lively. Yeah. That shit was yeah. beautiful, and it changed colors too. Wow, look how it changes colors. So you said that that's really a good epitome of it, Brian. Yeah, I mean, she just took it. She just modernized. She made it more modern for right, the time right now. Modernize it. Go ahead, modernize. <laughs> I was about to say how you say it. <laughs> you know, modern. More wow. modern. That's a lot of work. Oh, that's walk around. so it's beautiful. Pretty. And who made that, Brian? You know? Versace. Yeah, it was. I knew it was Valentino Versace. I'm like, I knew it was one of the... That's beautiful. So I'm going... Well, Blake Lively, this outfit is a definite yes, correct? And you Hell like yes. Lizzo's? Yeah, Did definitely. you like Lizzo's? Um, yeah, I, yes. And I feel like... It I was, like the jacket. I like the jacket. I don't think I like the dress. I like the jacket, though. It was appropriate for her, 100%. Mm-hmm. Body-wise, mm-hmm. like, she looked good. Mm-hmm. She looked in place. Well, what what is Lizzo wear, you know? That's a pretty jacket, though. I sure mm-hmm. love that jacket. I like her neck piece. That neck piece is dope. That neck piece is dope. I don't. I think I would have. I think I wouldn't have wore a dress. I think I would have wore a cat suit, like a nice fitting cat suit with that jacket. That jacket is so. Tom dope. Brown. Oh, Tom Brown made that. Oh, Tom nice. Brown, that's nice. That's nice. Look at her okay. nails. Crazy. Oh, her nails. Okay. Long. Next one. Who is this? This is Sawiti. Oh, Sawiti. <sighs> I don't. Grammys. Okay. I I don't know these. Whenever I see these type of dresses, I just always think prom. I don't know. That's a dollar rent. Mm-hmm. It's very you, well, Brian. What do you think? Um, I don't hate it. I definitely love the embellishment on the side. I love how they camouflage it over her breasts. I actually, I like it. I don't like. I don't I, like I, it because I, I know her, who she is. It was more. It's more. Uh, it's it more elegant Barbie. for her. It feels Barbie and it feels puffy and I've never I liked these the type puff. of dresses. But they do make your legs look nice. Mm-hmm. All right, go to the next one. This is bad. Oh, I'm bunny. not gonna I don't think this is, is something I should comment on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna keep my comments to myself. Well it's bad. <laughs> yeah, music artist it's who? Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Yeah, so first of all, I don't know anyone that's named Bad Bunny. I don't know any music by Bad Bunny. So what does he sing, first of all? And why? I don't know. I can't why? What is this, Brian? Brian like it. I bet you like it. Burberry. Yeah, on Burberry. No, I I um I don't like what is this hair doing? What is the I don't okay, this is this is how I judge stuff like this. This dude shows up for a date to my with me. Right. Where am I going with this guy? With this on? It Nowhere. Looks, it, but it looks more like it would have a reveal under it. Like the jacket, like it would be a jacket that's buttoned all the way down. He opens up like a banging suit was under it. Mm-hmm. It I like how the shoulders is, but I feel like it should have just been more the, the shoulder the arm should have just been more tapered opposed to this being the whole thing being more uh he looks and is that a skirt? Um, is that a skirt and two pants? Yeah, it's just not giving. He looked like he took a lot of other people's outfits and, and sewed put them, them together. together. 
Because it's like a bad matador. Like he just got, (laughs) he just decided to make his own. I like that. Like he just decided to make his own outfit and was like, fuck these designers. And he's got the bull ring in his nose. So maybe it is matador bull. Maybe it's just some matador shit. It's just a bunch of bull. All right, next one. A bunch of bull. All right, Justin Bieber. I I saw this. Yeah. Why? Why? So, he's, uh, so you know the trend right now is the oversized suit. It, I'm sure this is Balenciaga. Okay. Oh, you mean on. they stole that from the Talking Heads, who did it for fucking years? That's true. Talking Heads? Talking Heads did this shit for years, and we called them whack for that. And I, I, I was the one person that used to be like, that shit used to be fucking dope. Like when when uh what's his name? David, I can't remember the dude's the lead to Talking Heads. Burn. He would wear them big box fucking suits and come on the fucking and now they they call it fashion because this motherfucker got it on and he got sandals on i want to step on his toes i don't know what this is yeah it's not um hitting though it's not given for me and justin bieber's fine now he he don't have to do this i want to see him in a nice fitted suit (laughs) it's like honey i shrunk i mean the oversized looks uh definitely looks good he's i feel like he was maybe he's more taller the uh and the shoulders have more structure to it. It just looks like it's just thrown on it, opposed to like he put on his big brother suit yeah, trying like to do not, something. The look that it's not clean enough. It looks like he's melting. Yeah. <laughs> How can yeah, I, I melting? I, yeah, I All feel right, like it'd have been ahead. funner if they got it better. Good hat though. <laughs> Can't. Yeah. Who's this? Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Come on, girl. I love that. I I'm love sorry. it too. I, she looks good. Get pink. That. She who did F- that? Who's the designer F-less. for that? That shit is Valentino. Oh, I'm gonna say happy Valentino because so clean and beautiful and it's so precise and I love it. I like her. I love her hair. Great. I love her makeup. I love everything about this. Everything about this is like, bitch. I've been here. I've been here. Yeah, I've done. I've it. been here, bitch. She looks good. She looks really good. Next one. This. Oh, is... that's a joke. That's a joke. Taylor uh, Parks event? in lime green. Okay, so when y'all put stuff, y'all are y'all triggering me. This is inspired by the Nintendo character Bowser. Yeah, I'm about to say this looks like it. This is at the 2022 so, Grammy. So am I being triggered? What does that mean? That means oh, you don't know what triggered means. Well, I, I mean, what are you old. triggered? Like you, you from I triggered to to say <laughs> mean things. Oh, say no. mean things. Okay. This I is, mean, she was going. Who for does this? I don't know. Yeah, but this is not a look. It's not, this is not a not, look. This is silliness. It's like it's like a costume. She's dressed as a Nintendo character. I, is she got horns coming out of her shins? And I, so I she can't has an describe a full this. green. Let's just say it's a bodysuit. The Nintendo character though, Bowser. Nintendo character Bowser. It just she has on all green. It's making me she angry. Has horns all over her. <laughs> the shoes are yellow with this is horns a as well. Costume, right? But it looks like it's she's a Halloween, Halloween costume. Halloween, Halloween, but that's she... what I'm saying. Do this for a movie premiere. Do this for the 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 Bowser movie premiere. Don't do this fucking. But the thing the is, it's not Grammys, a good. Bitch. It's not a good costume. And then my thing is, is who's sitting beside her? Who's sitting beside her? Who's sitting beside her and not getting poked? Because if that bitch poked me one time, I'm going to be like, hey, bitch, like, I know you wanted to, to fucking dress like this, but don't poke me. She's got little spikes sticking Yeah, it's not up. a good and then costume. She got spi- and then she's going to keep swinging her fucking ponytail, probably hurting people and shit. Fuck off with this bullshit. Okay, next one. Next one. That's a no, everyone. This is Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, and they are going to the 2022 Met Gala. They look great. Wearing Versace. I mean, they do look great, but I don't know. I, you gotta, you gotta 
They look great, especially from the back. When she took she took a picture from the back, it looked so uh, great. I mean, I I don't even think they just always look like they' about to have sex. That's all. It just always looked like they' about to take off their clothes and fuck. It's it's gorgeous. (laughs) Like Gabrielle is a badass bitch. I love that red flower. It's given for me. I love that red flower. This is the best one. I don't like when men don't wear a shirt. Me neither. Sanitary. What? It's un. Sanitary. There's too much oil on his chest okay. for us to be having drinks, for you to be eating hors d'oeuvres. Like, you He's put gotta... your fucking... Because you know you're going to scratch your titty at least once or twice. It's there. It's there to scratch. And there's no shirt on there to separate your fingers from your titties. So now you got oil on your fucking hands, and that's how everybody get COVID. He's wearing, he's wearing a jacket with a uh, sport jacket with no shirt. But I love Gabrielle Union's dress. That is so that Diana is, Ross. That is gorgeous. I love the dip in the middle. Let I me love ask the you red something. flower. I this goes it. to Brian. Brian, first, like, y- is he you holding ha- a flute? I don't okay, know. Okay, never mind. It looks like uh, like a cane thing. What's is he that? holding a flute? Like a cane. He's holding a flute. Oh, okay, because if it was a flute, I'm going to be like, look here, Dwayne. <laughs> um, he need a shirt. Would you, Leslie, going out with a guy with no shirt on? Yes, nope. no, no, no. Brian, don't, can you like? Don't even ask shit like that because if he show it to my shirt, I'm be like, where your shirt at? <laughs> oh, I decided you. Oh, so we going out naked? and We going to the beach? Put on a motherfucking shirt, you bitch ass motherfucker. Don't nobody want to see your motherfucking nipples, nigga. I don't know you yet. Come we ain't on. fucking yet. Oh, no, you oh. gonna just show up to my house naked? I'm sick of First this shit. First of all, now. I couldn't. I, I don't even think if I had those abs, I could walk around with those. Listen, shirts. I Dwayne is fine as is is fine I as would. goddamn mulberry wine. He's finer than a goddamn shop pencil on a fucking test day. I'm gonna tell you that right now. He's <laughs> fine as fuck. Uh, but I don't want him naked. Yep. Brian, what have you? Can you wear sh- Brian like that shit? Yeah, Brian I love it. You love it. Brian think it's would, suave. Can you go like that? Mm-hmm. Would you have would you I don't, even, I have I don't that. think I, I can talk yeah. to him. Cause I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at Gabrielle the whole time. I'm not gonna even look at him. Right. I'm your your man is half naked. I want to have respect for you, so I'm just gonna look you in the eye, Gabrielle. <laughs> if he speak to me or anything, I'm gonna be like, I'm sorry, sir, but you are married. <laughs> All right, there you have it, everybody. If you want to see the results of this, <laughs> go to Instagram and see it. It's hilarious. <laughs> All right. We're at the fuckery of the week, Leslie. The fuckery of the week. The fuckery of the week is basically why we started this podcast, right? We decided, you know, there's always something that's bothering the two of us. Could be your landscaper. It could be anything that's happened this week. I mean, just anything that's gone on that's bothering the two of us and... um, or anything weird that's happening. And mine for this week, I'm going to start because yours is more important, to be honest with you. Bugs Bunny. I... I so Birdie, my daughter, is almost four, and every time she does something, I call her Finster. Do you remember that one, uh, Babyface Finster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Leslie, that's a famous Bugs Bunny cartoon from like the fifties, and it's basically about uh, a bank robber who pretends he's a baby and gets away with robbing banks, but he ends up shooting guns and and he's yeah, there's a hold up in I it. I fucking love that guy. Loved it. It's the one of the funniest greatest cartoons of all time my wife has no idea who that is and so i go what do you mean you don't know who that is anybody less than like 40 has no idea they've ruined they've taken off bugs bunny nobody knows this and we started asking other parents have you ever heard of baby face finster 
Nobody. So they've taken this away. And because that's where we are in the world today, like they're so sensitive, these Gen X, Gen Z, Gen whatever, you know, they are so sensitive that they think like if they watch a cartoon of a bank robber, everybody's going to rob a bank. It's it's just it's sad. And you know what? I learned a lot from these Bugs Bunny cartoons. They played opera, all the all the classical music. I know more classical music from Bugs Bunny than I do from listening to music. You know, classical music that I had played in band or anything like that. I, I, like that's where I first learned Beethoven's Fifth or whatever. You know, I I, I liked Bugs Bunny, but he he there was a couple of racist things he did. There was a lot of racist <laughs> shit. Some racist ones, it, it was a lot. Well, of racist the early shit. ones, a, but but yeah, it was a lot of racist shit. It was like, I remember, and people don't even remember that he dressed like a Spanish dude. He had Kroger sacks on. He was swinging the fucking. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, he's done. It's done some some kind of, but I do agree with what you said is that it is poignant that people understand why that's considered that, right? You know what I'm saying? And and baby Finster, I mean, it was a baby that was killing people. I mean, I mean, like, <laughs> well, I mean, know. I mean, and, but but see, but on the other side, I agree with you because it's like this is this why our generation right now is so fucking untough? Well, it's also they just don't. Yeah, and yeah, and they, they don't get and they don't be mad at me because our parents explain that shit to us. Like our parents talk to us. Like our parents watch what the fuck we watch. Like you know, my dad explained all that stuff to us. And but these parents now, either they feel like they're shielding them from something, but oh, it's I, like protecting people from dirt. <laughs> I mean, they have like Paw Patrol now. If you watch some of that, like ugh. Any cartoon now is just so it's it's so awful. awful. They're awful. It's like you're not. I'm not entertained. What's so fucking ever? And oh my god, our childs are gonna turn out like seasonless chicken. <laughs> well, it's you watch terrible. those. I remember taking even like 15, ten years ago, taking that those that collection to my niece, who's now like fifteen, when she was like seven, and I showed it to her. You know, and uh, they were like they were like watching. To them, it was like watching Triple X, something so crazy, like people pulling guns out, Daffy Duck, you know, ra- yeah, rabbit season, duck like, season. Yeah, but I'm just South Park, know. though. South Park was something I never liked children watching. No, well, that South was... Park was so fucking awful. So y'all let motherfuckers watch South Park, but <laughs> yeah. Bugs Bunny can't That's have right. a shooting baby. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. some of the, some, it's just like, some I think all going of us on. need to, if we just need a balance. Yeah. So, okay, all so right, my fuckery of the my fuckery, fuckery of the week is Roe versus Wade, and I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this on my page right now. I know it's a little ahead of time. This is gonna be a little bit after, and I feel like this is something that needs to be said now. So, can I explain it to the audience? I have a whole, yeah. a little write up that Judith did yeah. for us. Um, it's uh, Court Justice Samuel Alito. Um, the Supreme Court has voted to strike down the landmark Roe versus Wade decision, according to an initial draft. Majority opinion written by Justice Samuel Alito circulated inside the court and obtained by Politico. It was kind of leaked, which has never happened before. It doesn't mean the draft is a full-throated, unflinching repudiation of the 1973 decision, which guaranteed federal constitution protections of abortion rights and a subsequent 1992 decision, Planned Parenthood versus Casey, that largely maintained the right. Uh, Roe was egregiously wrong from the start, he wrote. And this is now, the court's holding will not be final until it's published, likely in the next two months. And this is setting us back 40 years. Go ahead, Leslie. The first question I would have to ask is, who is this motherfucker? 
And it's obviously another man, right, making decisions. I often just, I I don't say much about shit like this because I never want to be the chick that's like, oh, men, this, men, that, whatever, woo, 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 woo. But even when I put on a fucking maxi pad, I got to think about a fucking man because that's who made that maxi pad. He ain't asked a woman what the fuck we would like by our pussy. He didn't ask if it was going to fit the drawers correctly. He didn't ask me where it needed to stick on the back. None of that shit. That bitch-ass motherfucker just made me a maxi pad. That is much like how y'all treat women and their fucking body. Like, you know it. Like, you create. You didn't create this motherfucker. And it's, it's, it's astounding to me how, how, how hypocrisy just plays so much into this type of bullshit. Like you do want to, you want to, you want, you don't want to give women the right to decide when to have children, but you don't want to take care of the children that even come from you doing this law. And this is what I say about these kids that are younger now that are not fighting in the way that they need to fight. Do you know how many women died on tables in alleys in fucking back rooms for us to get women's right to get this shit? Okay. Do you know how many black people died on the street doing fights and 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 prote- protest and, and and just period to get voting rights? And y'all weak motherfuckers is just gonna sit here and let our shit be taken again. I don't understand why it's so important for this society not. Not they would rather move backwards than than to just move forward. It comes from laziness and just sadness. This is the reason where we're at right now. We're lazy as fuck. We think, oh, what we do is not going to make a difference. Do you know that there's two million other motherfuckers that's thinking like that? So now we have two million people thinking. They can't do something when 2 million people can do something. We the people. We the fucking people. Yeah, these people got to go. I mean, this old regime, this old guard has got to be voted out. And the only way to do it is by voting them out. Is it voting motherfuckers? Go from the... We, we need to... Like when they was talking about drain the swap, I am looking at an 80s disaster movie. <laughs> An 80s disaster movie because this one motherfucker, because their comfort is being challenged, this one motherfucker gets to go in and and overrule a law that that was fought for. Who who is this motherfucker? Yeah, there's some fuckery going on here. Not only like Supreme Court justices, they they stay till their they die or they want to leave. Yeah, and, and no, and that's another off. thing. You know, it's crazy. no, no, that's another thing. No office should be held for lifetime. Yeah, at all. At no office should be longer than six years. Yep. No office. That's the problem, too, because they get in there and they get comfortable. And this is where I said that we come in as the laziness. We are so lazy and so caught up in our own bullshit that we're not understanding that all this shit is a distraction. It's all a distraction. And we're not making decisions because we're lazy and we're scared. And we, it just, it's, it's, we can do something. We just don't want to do it. These, you, 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 we can do, no, no, listen, listen, I'm telling you, you shut shit the fuck down. Shut it the fuck down. I, we the people. 
Not one motherfucker on the Supreme Court justice that sits in this fucking office and goes, I'm going to write a law. Fuck off, motherfucker. Like, what are we going to do? Because I bet you if men could have babies, we will be able to get abortion popcorn, abortion cigarettes, abortion weed. You'll be able to have abortion on a fucking plane. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> on and a see, plane? And then, and, no, this is, the, this is the thing that pisses me off. Y'all can fix, like, if you are so scared about abortion, let's start teaching our children about sex. Let's start at doing the preventive shit because I believe in prevention. I believe in teaching kids actually about sex, actually how to protect yourself, because that's stuff that Planned Parenthood did. People think that Planned Parenthood is just about abortion. No, they're about teaching you about your body and the sexual shit that you go through. Children are a big ball of chaos and hormones. They are supposed to be taught. Like, can you imagine your you, you when you were coming into proof? I, there was a lot of shit I didn't understand. Thank God for Planned Parenthood. They told me about my fucking body. And then this is something that women need to know to protect themselves. Don't just leave it up to somebody else. Protect yourself. And that's what Planned Parenthood teaches you, to take care of yourself. They teach men to respect women. They teach men how to protect themselves. That, do you think that they just sitting in the clinic going, Woo, we want to kill babies. No, they they really teach prevention, but y'all not letting that be in because you don't want your child to be offended, but then get fucking pissed when they show up pregnant or not understanding that they're gay or transgender or whatever the fuck is going on with them. You blame them, you shame them instead of teaching. That's our problem. It's well said. That's well said, Leslie, and that's a perfect end to our first show. I <laughs> <laughs> Great job on a, on a really interesting now. day. Um, I want to thank Brian McFadder for joining us today. Brian, thank, thank you so much for <laughs> thank coming you, Brian. in. Brian, <laughs> thanks for coming in. I know it's, it Brian ended up like serious. shit. Shit, damn, that's gonna go well. Took me off for that one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, just remember, all the photos we saw will be on at Fuckery Podcast on Instagram. If that's the one we get, it's spelled F C K R Y. No vowels. Uh, it's on all platforms. Send us your listener questions to Fuckery Podcast no at gmail.com. Also, no stinking vowels. Letters and voice memos are welcome. If you want to follow me, I'm at Lenny Marcus NYC on all platforms. Leslie, follow him actually in New York. Like if you yes. see him on the street, come to the comedy cell. Follow, yeah, follow me. That's all I need. It's, <laughs> I got the whole right what did she say about abortion get away from me right I didn't, she said it i agree with her and then i just take off all right and if you want to see leslie playing a pirate check her out on hbo max's our flag means that she's amazing um thank as Spanish you, jackie thank you. and she's at at les dog that's four g's or three g's how many g's in three Les-Dog? it's four g's it's three? Oh, it's three? It's three okay. three g's on twitter I and i three. think it's four on instagram and yep. five on tiktok that's a lot of g's yeah because i like a lot of g's because i'm a motherfucking g son yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, ah, that's it for us we will see you next time the fuckery of leslie jones and lenny marcus was created and stars leslie jones and lenny marcus the show is produced by judith cargbo judith and our audio engineer is Marina Pais. Marina! Which is going to have a nice talk to me about mics when yes. I get out. She's going to be like, so this is a fucking mic. It's in front of you, bitch. Realize <laughs> that and fucking respect the mic. This is an Earwolf production. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Peace out, son. Peace out.